Welcome back. This is another episode of the Epic Epoch Podcast. We are right smack in the middle of patch 085, which means we're still kind of waiting until September, which is the next major content update. But even though we're kind of waiting, we got stuff to talk about. So we're going to keep doing this until uh, we run out of things to talk about, and then we will wait for September in the big update. I'm beside myself. I'm Perry. I'm your host. Welcome back. Glad to have you here. With me, as always, is my co-host. Dread from Epic Builds. Dread, thanks for being here. I appreciate that. Taking time out of your busy schedule. And we have, we have a special guest here today. This is, a, this is someone who has been on the podcast before. Jay, welcome back. Hey guys, what's up? Me, Jay, creator of Salt the Wound, best best unique in all of Lost Epoch. I, I, that I might think not be Salt the Wound, soon, though. I think Salt the Wound soon. is not only strong, but it's also like, it's it's great. It it does exactly what it's supposed to do. Like it's not overbearing. It has a good place in the game, and apparently it's going to be changed. Is that what I hear? It well, is. ailments are going to be it changed. So. Some, spooky. Yeah. I don't know. Oh my god. Okay. I, so that's. Although personally, I think it's kind of potentially a good change, especially for the item. Oh wait, do we know what the change is going to be for Salt the Wound already? I I do, because oh. Traz messaged me about it, saying the change two ailments is going to impact my item and they wanted my input on it and like is this okay? as a, exactly uh, what they didn't do if, if, you're, if you're here if, if, you, if you're here live on twitch right now you'll realize that last epoch game just hosted us so welcome to everyone else who's coming on over right now is it is it okay if if jay the product tells us What's going on with the gloves? Can, can, do we get to know? Can I hear that? It's a good question. It's a good question. Can it's I a good question. All right. We'll, we'll wait to see if any of the devs answer that. But So before we jump into our first couple topics for the day, I want to say, uh, first of all, Jay, welcome back. Always a pleasure to have you here. What, what have you two been up to in the past week or so? Because I know oh, okay, there were some thunderstorms. There were some technical difficulties with having this podcast last week. What's been going yeah, on? I, I lost power like for about... A day and a half, maybe, including the day we were going to do the podcast on. Like, thunderstorms just ravaged my poor little town. So and your dog ate your homework, too, and you weren't able yep. to come for the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Same old story. <laughs> my, my bed just went down the street with a flood. It was terrible. Cool. You know, you, you know how it is. And then, Dread, I think, I think you're still playing some Path of Exile in the background, right? Mm-hmm. I've been going hardcore on Path of Exile. I've been working on it a lot and i'm kind of happy that i have been because it kind of puts all of my thoughts about last epoch into a much bigger perspective now that i've played them both closely now and now i'm like back in the game in terms of path of exile like i'm good at it again well good at it good enough anyways and it's to the point now where i can actually talk about these things and talk about like what makes a healthy arpg and stuff like that because you know you know no matter what you say it is very like path of exile is very successful and there's a reason for that too right so i'm thinking of things that made them successful that like you know ellie could do and vice versa like for instance recently with the recombinator stuff that's something pete like ellie already had with just making it so items on the ground were uh, useful again Mm-hmm. I hear that. So I I want to I want to <clears throat> ask myself the same question of what have I been doing for the past two weeks? So I'm continuing to play uh the the weekend tournaments in Last Epoch. I, honestly, if these weekend tournaments that Vision GL hosts weren't going on, my my Last Epoch content would be like substantially lowered. Like I don't I don't really want to play Last Epoch and develop my own characters whatnot. 
I've been doing that for a long time already, but just the fact that these weekend races give me like a nice cycle of like things to do and new builds to try. And like we've had, you know, Spellblade last weekend and then Lich before that and Forge Guard right now. And every time one of these weekend tournaments pops up, I'm playing a new build. So like it's the same builds that exist or like these things have been possible for a while, but I've never played them before and I'm still having a lot of fun. So that's probably going to dry up at some point, but in the short term, I'm having a great time. So I'm still playing Last Epoch in the regular. So that brings us to our first topic of conversation. Dread, you were just mentioning that having a better uh, understanding of action RPGs as a a broader broader genre is giving you time to reflect on Last Epoch as well. the, The big note that I have on top of my notepad document is mana and resources. So what, what are we talking about today? So I wanted to talk about uh, mana specifically and how it's handled in different RPGs. And Jay, I'm going to need your help a little bit here in terms of Diablo 3 because I have no idea how it works there. I love that you got me off this because you know anytime anyone brings up mana in Last Epoch for me, I get, ooh, mana oh, yeah, I know. and resources specifically. Wait, wait, I don't, I don't know your whole spiel about mana. Do you not like kind it? kind of a tilt point for me because I personally feel like resources in video games in general can be really good and engaging and fun to play around. But I feel like for the most part, Last Epoch specifically has not quite been able to hit the nail on the head with how they want resources and mana to feel. And that like, okay, here's a big thing that I want you to think about right now. Tell me, tell me. All the top builds in Last Epoch right now, that I know of at least, that I can think of on the top of my head, current meta, they either completely negate mana, as in the skills themselves Good. don't use mana, like, or they have so much generation of a resource that they don't need to actually think about mana as a mechanic. I don't feel Do that again. there's ever a point where you're making fun or like actual engaging, like serious decisions and consequences about how you either outgear or outscale or outskill mana it's just oh i'm just gonna pick the skill that doesn't use it <laughs> or oh i'm gonna pick the skill combination that completely doesn't utilize it or renders it a non-issue and i don't think that's fun or engaging what what well, a, what a... Oh, okay go ahead i said to counter that point a little bit not 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 to say anything but to counter that point isn't that kind of part of the arpg kind of like drive is to refine your build to the point where you don't have to care about mana. At least that's how it is in Path of Exile, right? Because like in the beginning, when you're leveling and stuff, you have to worry about mana, yada, yada, yada. And then eventually, you nail it away with like minus channel cost rings, or you just uh, get enough regen and stuff like that, or you use life tap in some situations and stuff like that. And Last Epoch obviously uh, follows the same you know, track, where on some builds, you just try to make it so you don't have to think about mana as much. That's another point I wanted to bring up. But I think the issue in Last Epoch with that is more so that, like, the builds where you're having to gear to not worry about mana are worse because of it. And the builds where you're having to use a skill to, like, Unless it's just like focus on a, on a sork, and I mean everybody hates focus on sork, you know. <laughs> um, that they're, they're not better for it. It's always like, oh man, I wish I was just using a skill that didn't 
worry about mana to begin with. Or you're on a Sentinel and pressing Volatile Reversal every four seconds. Oh, but it's so you much know? fun. I, so I, I tend to be on Dread's side of this argument right now, where like, action RPGs for me are about, you find a problem, you fix it. You find a problem, you fix it. You find a problem, you oh, fix I it. Oh, I agree, by the way, and then, wholeheartedly. Like, I just don't think Ellie does it very well currently. So I don't. Think so let's 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 start on now. one side of the um of the spectrum. Then, is there a skill in Lazy Pog right now? Because I I think you're the one between the three of us that has the strongest opinion on this. Is there a skill in Lazy Pog right now that deals with mana well? Like you you really like that it has like this complex relationship or something something. I mean, no, is, that's my problem. You don't, you don't <laughs> like any of them? Is anything close? <laughs> Not that, like, really, like, goes, oh, yeah, because of mana, this is better. I think maybe I kind of... People people won't agree with this because okay. it's such a clunky and, like, you either love it or you hate it play style. But I like Shatter Strike because it flows in that you, you dump all your mana and then you mana strike back to full mana and then you dump your mana again and you play like that and there's a couple of skills that work like that okay. i like spellblade and i feel it feels the best but i still don't think it's a particularly good way of like like sentinel has similar mechanics to that but you don't see yeah. people spamming the mana bar for a board strike do you no exactly so let me let me throw out a couple examples that come to mind and you can tell me like whether they're garbage whether they're okay or whether they're like creme de la creme right yeah. What about what about hail of arrows building mana regeneration? You only need like twelve mana regen hail of arrows. It's like one piece of gear. All right. What what about? Um... Well, we can we can expand on that. Real oh, quick. Okay. We can okay. Expand on that. So resources don't necessarily have to be mana, right? Like in yeah. this case, the resource is not the mana. The resource, the ideology is to have enough mana regen, just enough. So that when your duration ends on your HOA, you have enough mana to cast it again. And I think that's fine. That's fine. If there's builds and skills like that that require that, that require that little bit of boost just to get to the point where you can cast your skill and not have to worry about your mana as long as you play correctly, right, mind you, I think that's fine. But I don't think just rolling one bit of mana regen in your gear is, like, enough to say that makes that playstyle fun or engaging or like oh, yeah. you had to think about that you just yeah. rolled the mana well, regen in your gear with and hoa it's, it's more of a playstyle with the duration <laughs> yeah. and like and th there's a lot of things to go into that but continue on perry okay so how about another example of like a spend like a, like a mana spender mana generator relationship how about like static orb with the refund mechanic on lightning blast i think that's fine i've like never that. used it i just use focus <laughs> Because it's so much better. <laughs> it's so, so much more efficient. But meh. focus also feels. I hate really focus bad. so much. Yeah, it feels so bad, doesn't it? And it's still the best way to get mana back. Oh, do you see the issue though? Is <laughs> like I just don't feel Last Epoch quite ever hits the nail on the head where it's like, oh yeah, that felt good to. I, I'm, I'm kind of surprised to hear you say that. So you've never used Lightning Blast along with Static Orb. Like I'm, I'm gonna dig into this. I mean, bit. I use Lightning Blast, but I use it as my single target. <laughs> but do you use it along with um, Mana Tunnel from Teleport? No, because so, I spec my Teleport for Stun Immunity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you, and if you do that, then you path through Mana Tunnel. So like, this is oh. one of the things about Mana that I like so much, which is it's it's kind of funny, <laughs> so right? So consequential, he doesn't even remember it. But yes, yeah, right. here's the thing though: Lightning Blast specifically, when spec for single target, yes, at least the way I do it, 
just doesn't use mana anyway, right? Yes. Like it 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 doesn't use mana. So even with mana funnel, it's never that specifically, like Dread said, is so inconsequential it doesn't matter. And static orb chugs mana so hard anyway. No, it's free. That you still That's... have to use funnel. It's now. free! Right, no, wait, wait. The thing I think we're all ignoring here. Go ahead. Is the only reason mana feels bad in a lot of these situations is when you're spending the mana, you feel like as though you're getting enough out of it. Like, for instance, Jay is like that granny that shows up to the store with like a bunch of coupons and annoys everyone. He yeah. wants as much as possible out of his mana every single time he casts it. And that's why he likes Static Orb, because guess what? Static Orb, you pop in one direction, sure, it costs mana, but it kills everything on the screen. The problem is there are a lot of... I've talked about this before here. I've talked it before everywhere else. I'm pretty sure everyone, including the devs, are tired of hearing this. But I think that if you're going to be spending mana on something, it should feel impactful. If I cast Judgment and... It does like a little boop, and then like it's done, right? That doesn't feel impactful at all, and it feels like as though I wasted my mana. Well, Static Orb, like I said, the perfect example. They they hit the nail on the head. Static Orb, when you cast it, it just it does everything you need it to do, and you don't need to cast Static Orb more than once most of the time, right, Jay? Yep. No, not till even in like three hundred plus corruption. So like, even even with the man, even with Static using Orb. focus and some mana regen, it feels fine. Mana is not even that much of a problem because. When he casts his abilities, he doesn't struggle. Now, you know, there are plenty of skills right now that struggle when you cast your abilities because of mana, because they don't have enough impact. So either it's high impact and high mana cost, or low impact and low mana cost. That's what I want to say. Just real quick, before we get too far away from the Shadow Strike comment, because it sounds like Jay likes Shadow Strike, that's one of the reasons I don't play Shadow Strike. I, because you don't have the place. I hate how much mana. It's 40 yeah. mana, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's so hot. Like, it's a good skill. It does good damage. I hate playing it. This like, is another point that just, like, the skills that use mana currently, they use too much, I think, anyway. Like, if you, like, cut a lot of the skills on mana costs in half, they'd probably feel better, like, overnight. They absolutely would. Oh, my like, God. Like, so no. many of them just, they just cost ever so slightly too much to feel good like and, and a lot of them too like forge strike right it's like i don't know about you guys but whenever you play like a good forge strike build like bleed forge strike right you have to cast forge strike so many times to get anywhere with anything yeah. because the aoe is not big enough because they deleted the ability of being able to run four aoe idols you used to be able to run four of them by the way and it had plenty of still AOE wasn't then. enough I know it still wasn't enough, but it's way better than it was now. Like it was playable. Now yeah. it's like you spend all that mana on Forge Strike, and guess what? The node that turns off the cooldown that makes it cost more mana. So now it's like, now it's like you want to spend more mana by casting it more, and you also are spending more mana because you're turning off the cooldown. And the problem with that specifically is. Needing that many actions and that much mana to make something happen is just unrealistic in at least last epoch terms. Like, do you really want to stand there and smack a 
Diamond Matron seven times with a Forge Strike till it dies? Like, or do you want to just cast one cast of, uh, you know, Lightning Blast or, you know, fuck. <laughs> oh, static static Orb. Yeah. My brain died. There. I mean, if it's oh, a Diamond orb. Matron, a Diamond Matron shouldn't die in one hit to anything. Well, I got, I, better. I, I got a good example, I think. Yeah, go ahead. One. Sorry, Dred. Okay. So, Earthquake. Have you ever used Earthquake outside of Werebear form? Uh, I have one. It doesn't do damage outside of Werebear form. I, I, and... I, 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 I love Spell EQ. I think Spell EQ is excellent. You were also abusing the Spriggan Mana yeah, stuff. I was, uh, I was uh, gonna spell, say. Spell, e, spell EQ before, <laughs> before the Cultivar thing. But it's garbage getting... because of mana. So I, I'm with you there. But that's the point. Is like yes, yeah. outside of Werebear form, you you do an earthquake, and I mean a part of this is also like boss DR, but we'll, let's not go against that in this mm -hmm. podcast. So you hit a boss or you hit an elite with with your earthquake, and you expect an earthquake. You know the ground shatters. The the animation is sick. Everything in that AOE should die. If you're outside of Werebear form, you've earthquaked. Solid chance most of the stuff is still alive, and you're now in the negative on mana unless you've stacked mana. I I got I got pause. You. It, it's earthquake. It's human form spell EQ is not garbage. It is very good. Okay. But I agree. So with you've you. killed everything. Yeah, but your mana. But is now, garbage. and the yeah, reason I don't play mana. that build is you need to use Tempest Strike. Yeah. Yes, uh, I'm with you. So. I'm with you. That's now, totally the way you get past the mana issue with Earthquake, right, is you use Spriggan Form for, what is it, Gardens of Rage, the Vine Node? Yeah, or you just it's turn the... into Spriggan and then go out of Spriggan and then you're at back full mana. Okay, well, let's talk more about Bear Earthquake, because oh, specifically, yeah. I think this is the yep, thing yep, that feels yes. bad, is you use Spriggan Form. For one node inside Spriggan form, you never turn into a Spriggan. You never utilize the rest of the points. You have well, like you do 13 use the thorns that don't stuff. do anything. You do use the thorn yeah. shield stuff. But yeah. should you really be able to if you don't ever turn into a Spriggan? No. I don't think that's a particularly, like, uh, I, I don't I, think I, that interaction I, should work. Personally, there are plenty of problems you don't Spriggan ever utilize well. Spriggan form. Yeah. I, I've, Spriggan got, I've got a counter argument. It is. I got a counter argument. Okay, so like, it, should it work? Should you be able to take advantage of the node in Spriggan form without being Spriggan form? No, probably not. I'm with you there. However, here's a counter uh, perspective for you. When you're using the uh, that one vine node, Garden of Rage, in order to generate rage while you're in Werebear form, you need a way to generate um, vines. So you either need to sacrifice your boots to have um, Etero's path, or you need to spec Fury Leap, which is not necessarily something you would do. And then you need to spec Fury Leap all the way down to the bottom right to get the vine generation. So you're not getting extra damage in those. You could be getting otherwise. Like you are setting up this like this Rude Goldberg machine in the background that has this interaction of all the vine. And like it is cool. It's almost but it, there. But it trivializes everything. The problem yeah, it's with almost that. there until you're like, but wait, I'm using Spriggan form and I'm not See, actually using Spriggan form. And should yeah. this interaction even really work? Mm -hmm. Like it's See, almost the there, right? The problem oh with all of that, the problem with that argument as well, is the fact, okay, well, let's look at the alternative. Let's go to human form. Well, let's use Earthquake, right? Let's let's try not to use Spriggan form. Let's just try to just use Earthquake and not any other shenaniganry. Well, what do we have? We have Tempest Strike, which, no. 
No. And we have mana why? regen. Uh, can, can we can we can we say why no for Tempest Strike? We can we can have a whole podcast topic on Tempest Strike if you want. But, <laughs> no Tempest uh, Strike because it doesn't uh, scale on attack speed, and when you yeah. use it, you die because monsters attack you. Now Got mana it. regen is your best bet. The problem is you spend every single prefix you can on your rings, your amulet, your relic, your belt, right? And even your staff, if you're that like you can even use the mana regen staff. That doesn't have any melee damage on it. I probably wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. We're playing spell EQ. Get out of here with your oh, melee. Yeah, spell EQ. Sorry, my bad. We're talking about spell EQ because that's the actual EQ build. Now, outside of bear form, anyways. Now, the problem is, even with all of that, just all of it, even with all of it, even if, even if like, okay, fine. You're not playing a druid. You're playing a shaman. You have like extra mana regen, right? You have a way of summoning totems to get the extra mana regen on the tree. You just have all the mana regen in the world. What do you have? Like 30 mana regen? How much does Earthquake cost? Like, like, like 400? Mana? <laughs> it's even more than that. Now, the problem is, even with all of your prefixes taken, like, like that's a lot, by the way. Like, that's a lot of your prefixes. Where damage could be, crit could be, crit's a big thing. That's another problem with that. And all of this just to become a much worse Gardens of Rage. Now, yeah. tell me what you think about this. But do you think it, it's kind of bad that like your gear is outclassed by a singular node in a singular you know, skill? that you never use outside of specking it. Sure, you spec other nodes, right? Don't get me wrong. But there's no gearing pressure at all. And that's where the pressure should come from. It shouldn't come from your skills, right? You Like, when you're in werebear form, let's be fair. You know, yeah, sure, there is skill pressure. But you're in werebear form. You already have four extra skills, right? And, uh... Like, they don't matter. Like, you know, you're in werebear form. Like, sure, you know, you're specking, you know... You're specking Fear Your Leap, but guess what? You get the good version of Fear Your Leap, i.e. Maul. You don't get bad Fear Your Leap, right? You don't even have that option on regular EQ. Like, you don't have any of those options. All you have is Mana Regen or Tempest Strike or Swipe, which there is a Swipe build that uses EQ for extra damage, but it's mainly using Swipe as damage, and it's worse than the Lightning Swipe variant. But still... All of that just to be a mediocre Gardens of Rage. One point on the tree versus, like, all these prefixes for mana region. As long as we're talking about both rage and mana, that puts us talking about primalists, talking about druids and whatnot. I, I would like to mention that whenever I build mana regeneration, I'm always, like, shocked at how low the return is for my investment. Like, oh, I'll yeah. go from 8 mana regen to 10 mana regen when I put on, like, I don't know... And in, in like it's an like exalted mana affixes, regen affix somewhere. It? A lot yeah. of affixes, man. It's you need you need affixes. a lot of affixes to get to like 17, 18, 20, 22 for some of these builds, right? If you're it's getting like, 22, like 22 mana regen, I remember that's high investment. I was trying to get it on my on my sork. It's like every single piece of gear that you can get it apart from one or two. And this is with all the good rage. Sork mana regen nodes, too. Sork yeah. has good mana regen. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I, I, I think we've talked about this before, but I want to mention it right now as well. Base mana regen 
is something that I would love to have access to on an mm. item, on a unique, on a class affix, on a mastery tree, rings. on a, I want on them a on ring, rings. on an implicit, somewhere having access to like one base mana regeneration would yeah. feel awesome. One mana regen flat on the ring implicit. That's the ring implicit. There you go. They could That's even <laughs> they could even do it on like the passive tree, right? Like where yeah. it percent. Like you get base flat HP regen and druid. Why don't you get flat base HP regen and shaman? There you go. Fixes so the entire problem. This this has been mentioned to the to the developers before, and they've said mm -hmm. like they don't want mana to be easy. They want well, yeah. it to be. They want it to like you know slow down the game. It's like you're either gated by a cooldown artificially, and you can go cooldown Kirby speed. Or you're gated by mana, and mana's kind of like a cooldown. Or you and can use it twice uh, and go negative mana. Like there is this tension built into the game, and we're supposed to feel like this. I one of the reasons that I, you know, we we talked about this at the very beginning of this conversation. There are skills out there that crush the game that never need to deal with this. Yeah, mm -hmm. I was just gonna something say, like, about the balance of the skills that feel frustrating with mana and the skills that have no issue with mana whatsoever needs to be. Reconcile. And yeah. my my uh my counterpoint to that, if I'm allowed to rant again. Is, no, you're uh, not. I'm sorry. Oh okay. wait. <laughs> no, go ahead. Uh so let's assume Timmy, right? Timmy. Timmy loves big skills. Timmy loves like pressing a button and seeing the whole world be destroyed, right? Let's say little Timmy, he uh sees a commercial for some reason for like Last Epoch, or he sees his favorite streamer playing Last Epoch. Ten cent money's going, baby. And he sees Someone playing Earthquake, right? He's like, oh my god, you press a button, bam, the whole screen's dead. It's great. Earthquake's great. It feels so weighty. It's great. Uh, sound design, I don't like it to be mm. a little bit different. But other than that, it's great, right? Then little Timmy plays, installs Last Epoch. He buys Last Epoch, right? Installs the game. First skill he tries to go for is Earthquake, right? Plays it in the campaign. Uses it once. He's at negative mana. What does little Timmy do? You know what little Timmy does? He chooses the path of the least resistance, which is two options. Choose a skill that doesn't care about mana or quit the game. And I can tell game, you, right? <laughs> I've seen this happen. Little Timmy is actually uh, someone we know. Zizarin. Zizarin recently was playing last Epoch, and he was playing a racing strike. He saw people playing a racing strike. He got a really good Who 2 LP Apathy's Mod. Zizarin. Zizarin was playing a racing strike. He got a 2 no, LP Apathy's Mod. I was, I was, <laughs> get out of here. I, was. I need to show my DMs whenever we I talk enjoyed, about I enjoyed it, okay? It was terrible, but I enjoyed it. There, there was reasons why I hated it. Was, but, was Ziz at all using Volatile Reversal? Nope. I don't, no, I don't think he was. He I was saw a couple clips of that. He was trying to do it the normal way. He was trying yeah. to do it the legitimate way. <laughs> and he was trying to go the Echo way where you consume all your mana. And I told him. It's going to be terrible. Like he, I was, I was in stream with him. I, I was like, talk to him. I was like, Hey, this is a bad idea. You're going to hate your mana. He's like, nah, I'll try it out. A little day later, I look, yeah, he's not playing last Epoch anymore. He's playing PUE again. I'm like, hmm, I wonder what happened. I asked him that, like, that yeah, was a part like of a the, racing uh... strike and he quit. Yeah. And yeah. That, like, that was part of the dev interview that, uh, yeah. that Zizarin put on YouTube as well saying mm -hmm. like, Hey devs, what are you going to do about mana? And he specifically brought up like the erasing strike incident that you're detailing here. Mm -hmm. He hated it. Yeah. Well, if you're not going to use, if you're not going to use the one solution that there is, you can't do yeah. that. Yeah. I just, I want to, I want to hammer in my point that I made at the very beginning here is that 
The best builds in the game. I don't care. You can say, oh, but this is good. That's good. Bloody, bloody, bloody. I don't care. The best builds in the game currently. The top meta builds are all builds that do not care about mana. Yep, that you're either right. completely negate it, don't use it to begin with, or it's like a flowy playstyle where the mana is inconsequential at yeah, at the absolute. We can, we can worst list off a few. Poison Lich that didn't use mana. Can I Poison can I Flurry, list off the build that, that I played recently? Mana. Go ahead. I I played a a beautiful build this past week. I was playing a Spellblade, and uh, it uses a unintended interaction to get around. <laughs> so it's, know, it is yep, it is yep. unclear to me which portion of this should be fixed but i'll give you the rundown real quick we were using okay. mana strike which generates mana which is great yeah. uh which i think also might have a bug in it but we're not going to go into that here mana <laughs> strike might be bug but we were using mana strike and then we were using surge in order to proc uh static and the discharge mm. from static and Static has this node that says, like, uh, it costs one extra mana, but it deals one extra flat damage per Static charge you have. So yep. my Static should have cost 230 mana. But because <laughs> I was procking it off of Surge, it didn't. It cost zero mana. And it's no. one of the smoothest builds I've ever played. And Jesus. I loved it. And I had a smile on my face the yeah. entire time. This was is so something that I did in the Why would the you patch. say that on stream, Perry? That's, that's gone. Because I want the game, I want the game to be fixed. If this is a bug, I want it to be fixed. Yeah, no, that one hundred. Okay, story time. I played Static in the beginning of the patch. I played Static Spellblade because I was excited. Because I'm like, Static actually does damage, which it does. And I'm like, okay, let's play it. And then I found that interaction. I'm like, oh my god, it's insane. Asked the devs, no, that's not intended. I'm like, oh well, then why am I playing Spellblade? I should be playing Sorcerer. And then it killed my mood for the build, and then I haven't touched Static since. Um, I just real quick. I need I need to shout out to Twitch chat right here. Um, mm -hmm. Really important to note that disintegrate doesn't ignite. So I, <laughs> yeah, just no, don't don't play don't play ignite disintegrate. <laughs> disintegrate real quick is damage over time. Um, I've ahead. been playing a lot of Diablo two recently, right? Because they did the ladder reset, mm -hmm. and I want to I want I want to talk about how <sighs> mana as a mechanic anyway is like a very antiquated thing like it's very old <laughs> like it's an old ass kind of mechanic not, not not many games come out with mana bars nowadays or if they do there's mana potions or mana leech or something and that like even diablo 2 had mana potions you know and i get the devs want mana to be something we have to to build around and something we have to think about and all this Maybe, maybe just drop in mana potions. I don't know. <laughs> just no, they, they said they with. don't want to do that. Nah, I don't want mana potions. I don't want I don't mana want leech either, as much yeah. as they would instantly fix all the issues. I just mana yeah, is old, and I just yeah. don't ultimately enjoy it as a design philosophy from the get go. I just feel like it it takes away more than it adds. One thing that 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 you're bringing uh, you're bringing the topic towards, and I I want to talk about this as well is and this will come to the second part the second part of the title is mana and resources is resources specifically because we do have a resource it's called rage it works just like mana and it's better than mana but resources in general like for instance you know how like marrow shards has that node that makes it deal more damage if you have a minion and you sacrifice it to do that that's a resource sacrifice that uses resources your skeletons um you know in button presses i guess and there's a lot of 
stuff that could be looked into like that, you know? Like Path of Exile, perfect example, steel skills. There are some steel skills that feel great to play. And guess what? They have outside resources outside of mana. Steel skills don't cost that much mana. You know what they cost? Shards. You have to maintain your shards to actually deal damage. And, you know, you, these skills get extra effects based on your steel charges and stuff like that. Uh, and that playstyle is not terrible. You know, it, people do it. People like steel skills. Steel skills are the best way to level currently. You know why? Because instead of dealing with mana, you're dealing with steel bits or whatever they're called, shards, yes. Uh, like, for instance, the build I'm playing right now, uh, Path of Exile, I'm playing a build called Stone Golem Maw of Mischief Ignite. And the concept of the build is to, there is a unique called Maw of Mischief that allows you to sacrifice a minion and you deal fire damage equal to a percentage of the minion's life. And it, and then you, know, you scale an ignite off of that and bing, bada, boom, you got a good build. And it's actually becoming closer and closer to meta. If like everything gets nerfed next league, like it'll be like the premier bosser. Now the problem, well, the, the, the thing with it is it feels great to play because sure, I don't have mana to deal with because you know, POE, but I have to deal with the resource of stone golems because I can only have four and they respawn after four seconds. I use four, four, uh, you know, four bullets in the chamber. Bam, I'm out. I gotta wait. Now, the beautiful thing about this is I had to make a change of the build. Having to wait four seconds for my golems to respawn was painful. So I had to make actual gearing choices, change my reservations, uh, kick out uh, kick out Tempest Shield, kick out Defiance Banner, lose defenses to incorporate a Herald of Purity setup in my main links, which will summon more minions that I can use to pop, and they have a similar amount of damage uh, to the Stone Golem, and allows me to play the build and feel good about myself. It was bad before, and then as soon as I put in the Herald of Purity, bam, build felt good. That is an actual decision. That is what I would call a resource decision, and that is an interesting decision. The problem with a lot of these are, you know, it's binary with last C-Block. You know, do you have mana? Do you not? You know, you have the negative mana and stuff. Like, for instance, uh, with, a, you know, Forge Strike, right? It's like, you use your mana, bam, you're out of mana. All right, you got to wait for a while. And then, but, you know, but instead, Mob Mischief Stone Golem, that hits the entire screen because of Ignite Prolif. While, you know, of course, uh, Forge Strike, it has difficulties. It's, and it, well, Forge for Strike has, like, much less AoE and then... It doesn't like doesn't do hit multiple damage. times and like kind of has low damage too. Yeah, and uh, it, the problem is you want to spam Forge Strike with the way Forge Guard yeah. is set up with the Sword Node. You want to spam it, and it looks great when it's spammed. It looks like an intercontinental ballistic missile. It's great when you do it. The problem is mana, and that's like you know, like for instance, let's say instead, and they kind of did this. They kind of did this with a Racing Strike. With a Racing Strike. They had nodes where you get extra charges, like Void Cleave's a good example. You get extra charges with Void Cleave through the boots, and you spec into it and stuff like that. And that makes your quality of life better. That's a resource that I would rather interact with than mana. And for instance, Forge Strike, you could have like, I don't know, like six charges or something like that, right? And it costs like five mana. And then when you're out of charges, you can spend more mana to keep casting it, but it but you, you know, so the way it would work is you have like six charges, right? It costs like five mana each to use them. Bam, four trick, bam, four trick. You're out of charges on a single target. Guess what? Now it costs 20 mana. 
now now you have to either you know wait for a charge or you have to spend your mana bam 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 use all your mana yada 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 regen your mana you know what that does you know what that does it makes it so that when you're clearing the monolith you walk up to a pack you forward strike it twice didn't have to pay the mana didn't have to pay that much mana it feels great move to the next pack bam bam move to the next pack bam bam oh wait i'm out of uh, i'm out of charges okay i'll wait get some charges and that is why focus feels for that static or build feels so good oh good enough anyways right because it's good enough for that because you're not having to focus every two seconds you can build max you can build max mana make it so you want to focus every so often and mana management in that regard is fine when i only have to deal with it every so often like for instance the spell eq build that perry was bringing up you can build max mana and you can actually do this really heavily with like attunement and stuff get over 400 max mana right and use your spell eq bam 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 right you run out of mana after like a minute or so or two right of clearing a monolith you know what you do you turn it into spriggan form boop 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 back to 400 mana slot back out good to go that's fine that, that i'm okay with that the problem is is when i cast my racing strike it uses all my mana then i have to use rive 20 times to get my mana back up and then use a racing strike again that's where this starts having problems when you have to do 20 different actions to get your mana back up to full to use your ability again as and, long I'm, I'm gonna interrupt you as long as we're okay. talking about uh sentinel stuff right now i want to use this as a way to transition oh, it's coming up isn't it yeah oh, I mean, here, here it is we're, we're not gonna spend two hours on this even though we could so it's you're you're pretty close to talking about cooldowns right like mm -hmm. like you know every every four seconds you mm -hmm. could uh, you get like you get like one free four like, like your next skill every four seconds is free or something like that right mm -hmm. oh no but, but no. like do we have to talk <laughs> about it what like it so Any you want I, jay the product is telling me that he wants cool interesting decisions about how to use your mana i think that guzzling your mana and using volatile reversal fits your description and I 100% agree yeah, with no. you. Yeah, I do agree. I think now, that's the problem is, is really I don't cool think skill. the devs agree I don't want enough, that's the problem. but it's getting nerfed. <laughs> that's the problem. Is like, I don't think anyone else agrees with us, because we are, of course, volatile reversal enjoyers, but I don't think anyone else is. Wait, do people not like volatile? It's like the most fun skill in the game. Do people <laughs> know, not like I this? Volatile reversal, dude. dude you dude, cannot put volatile reversal in a build without everybody going, okay, okay. but can I take out volatile mm -hmm. reversal? I can really? Comments. Yeah, yeah. No, he's right. It's like he's Herald right. of Ice. Right. It's so good. No, no, no he's right. It. He's right. I've gotten so many comments on that. On like, oh, how can I play this without volatile reversal? Like, for yeah. instance, literally, when I was playing, remember when Judgment was a thing? Remember, well, is it still? But remember sure, sure. when Judgment Shield Bash was a thing, and you like did like like stupid amounts of DPS for free, and you'd have to use Judgment, you well use Shield Bash, use Shield Bash. What the fuck is that? Uh, use Javelin, Shield Bash, Judgment reversal i like that i loved it it was a combo build you could either just judgment reversal bam you have clear move around or you know javelin shield bash i'll, I'll take a good combo reversal. build yeah and i like that that was fun someone pm me on discord they're like i don't like the fact that i have to use volatile reversal is there a way to get around it and I'm like, yeah, build 50 mana regen. Go ahead. No. And then you know what he did? You know what he did? He went to the forums and he made a very long post talking about how 
you shouldn't have to use voluntary reversal to just sustain judgment. Now, right. while I agree with him, while I agree with him, it was rather funny. It was rather funny how salty it was about having to use volatile reversal, even though you should be using it anyways, even if you're playing a consecrated order build because of the increased damage and all that and all that. And that's how I knew about the judgment nurse before they came because uh, Tras, I remember, responded to that lengthy, lengthy post. So they're lengthy post. And it was great to see his insights on it. But it... That is the length people are willing to go. They're willing to go to insane lengths just to not have to press volatile reversal. So, so, sorry. Volatile Uh, reversal is like it's it's a movement skill. It it gives you attack and cast speed. It gives you movement speed. It gives enemies take increased damage. It hits. It applies ailments, and it fixes your mana. So it 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 does roughly speaking everything. It's the god tier skill. If if somebody doesn't want to do that. If somebody wants to like use a different route from there should be a different route to deal with your mana outside of volatile. Volatile should not use vengeance, be, bro. It, yeah, it should not be the only answer. How much worse should a build be if they don't use volatile reversal? Because right now, at the very least, it probably thing. quadruples your damage. Here's the thing. Even if you there is a button, uh, sorry, not a button, a node in volatile reversal that turns off the mana gain and mana suck or whatever you want to call it on reversal and you still use that even if your build doesn't use mana you take you take volatile reversal and you remove the mana gain because it drastically reduces the cooldown and it's even better (laughs) volatile reversal is that strong that like even if we're not talking about mana you want volatile reversal in your build like Volatile reversal makes your build so much better. Like at the absolute minimum, it's 120 percent more damage. Volatile reversal. If you're not playing a dot, only reason I think it's the only reason I ever play melee in last epoch, like melee builds, because of how fun it is to zip around with volatile reversal. That is the only reason I play melee builds. If it was not for volatile reversal, I would never touch it. I would never touch rive. I would never touch vengeance. I'd never touch any of these because they feel terrible to play. But Volatile Reversal is so dang good that it makes those builds playable. So, again, I'm I'm just going to say this again. Like, like there should be a competing strategy for dealing with your mana. If, like, for those people who really don't like using the skill, they really hate it. There should be something else. But, like, how much worse should it be? It shouldn't be, like, you know, one-fifth of your damage. It shouldn't be worse, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you there. See, the problem is in the judgment example, this is kind of a niche example because with judgment, you end up building over like 500 mana and like the only thing that is realistically able to deal with that is reversal. I think there should be cases in the game that are like that where you can only do that. But at the same time, if you want to like at the same time, yeah, there should be a way of dealing with that. But the problem is, is like, what would you introduce that could beat volatile reversal in terms of giving you 500 mana so that might be more of a problem with judgment itself than reversal but this this problem extends to like all the other sentinel builds as well i just can we talk about the fact how so the the podcast is on resources and we have briefly touched on a couple of other resources but we just keep talking about mana because it's the only one that really does feel awful yeah, let's talk about money. Diablo so, Immortal, let's go. <laughs> so, so like, like mana, mana, cooldowns, um, life. If you're playing like a lich build, mm-hmm. 
I think that should be minions more. if you're playing like sacrifice or 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 like marrow shards sacrifices your minions for you. Uh, what else is on your mind? Not as mana, do they? Though rage, we've already done rage. Rage mm-hmm. is uh, rage is kind of like I don't think rage is particularly well designed because you just take gardens of rage. Rage you know? in Poe is well. <laughs> I really like rage in Poe. Like having to use rage vortex, like building it up, to build yeah. up your rage, building up your rage, and getting a benefit. That's a resource. I like that. We're gonna talk just, about rage. You. I just think it's really telling that out of that there's a lot of resources in in last epoch like right like you said rage uh cooldowns life like it all it all works in different builds and in different ways but mana's the only one that just doesn't feel good to build and play around you're always going to if you play a build that is really heavy utilizing mana you're going to be hitting a point where you're like, man, I wish this didn't use mana. Or, oh, man, I wish... Or like, I, I wish I could or literally double my mana regeneration. In case of some people. <laughs> wish I just had mana leech. <laughs> can we just get mana <laughs> leech, please? <laughs> no. We, we, can, we can be more thoughtful than that. We can fix the no, problem without having to give in to our demons. I just think cut all the mana cost in half and, what, and see how the game feels at that point and then go... I, I, Jay, do, really you, do you like, do, stuff like that. <laughs> do you like mana mana generation mana spender setups? I like builder spenders. Like well, I yeah. play a rep paladin. Like Static Orb is a perfect like example of that. Yeah, Static Orb is a perfect example of that. With, or like, or maybe like stuff. a like detonating arrow plus puncture. Uh, it depends on what version of detonating arrow you're talking about. Personally, or without spenders feel better with charges, where you mm-hmm. generate charges and then mm-hmm. utilize them with your attacks, as opposed like for instance, to like using a generator to generate mana. Yeah. Like for instance, when I was playing mana. multi-strike with the charges, and then you cast like the forge strike, that felt great. Mm-hmm. Multi-strike didn't feel great, but the the gaining the charges and then using forge strike felt great. Sorry, go ahead, Jay. I keep talking over you. Where was I? Oh, you're talking about mana uh, mana spend. Oh yeah, I, I cooldowns instead. I would prefer to see like big attacks build up charges with generators as opposed to mana, just because. So it's not about that bar going down, man. It just maybe, it rubs me the wrong way. Maybe what you're saying is we should have something akin to like vol skills. Yes. That's yeah. I mean, why not? So just, you you, like you would want something where like you cast your like lightning blast five times and then you cast your static orb like big damage. Okay, maybe not because like, well, not I used to hate times. I used to hate Firebrand right, absolutely okay. despise it. Firebrand, I thought it was like the worst feeling playstyle. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, huh, actually, Flame Reef was great. It's quite nice. Yeah, you you, you chuck out four three or no no four four. Yeah, four to six firebrands, mm-hmm. and then you delete the whole screen? Flame Reeve is the perfect example of how mana, well, how builder spenders should feel. Mana. Yeah. Well, yeah, it doesn't cost mana, but it costs charges. Now, the thing mm-hmm. is, you got to either spend mana to get those charges faster, or you have to attack faster, and it takes resources, it takes time, it takes energy, it takes button clicks, it takes thought process about the build you have to build attack yeah. speed you can't just not build attack speed for otherwise it'll feel like shit and, and that's where the complexity comes in as well yeah because you're like yeah. it's Play all about position too. you're getting your charges up but then you're like can i actually dump these now and do you're i need to keep dancing. going a little bit you're dancing with the moms too, early? Right? you're like you know you're jabbing them you're like yeah. oh, you know and then, and then bam 
dancing with the mobs. right, you can actually that get is, mobs behind you with it. Feels pretty they, they had peak Spellblade. Like, that right there is peak Spellblade. Yeah. That's how I want Spellblade to feel for me. There's a reason that's the best Spellblade build right now. Yeah, and, like, Surge is very close to it. Have you seen how much damage Surge has been able to poop out, Jay? Surge is still just... It's like 7 million. I'm not, like I'm not quite like on board with Surge yet. I need a little you bit more. You need Vion's Chariot as well. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, after Vion's Chariot, it went from like, okay, and the doubling of added damage effectiveness. Like, if you want to play single target, Surge is the way to go, man. Like, okay. it, it's a lot of damage. Now, obviously, Flame Reeve just has a beat, not because of the fact that, like, like, it can still deal single target, but it also does clear. Well, Surge is a little clear inept but but if you spend a quarter of all your points into the aoe it's not that bad cool <laughs> i'm gonna bring up one more mana topic while we're uh while we're talking about this so there are a couple skills in last epoch that drain mana per second we have There's things two. like oh, yeah. bone curse that can drain mana per second or of decay can also be spec to drain mana per second i want to hear from you two is that something that should be in the game more often or less often than it is right now? Go ahead, Jay. Um, well, does Warpath count as a mana drain? <laughs> I mean, I guess if you're playing like that stupid version I was trying, like the Void one with like the reverse. Oh, and all God, that. that was so bad. Yeah, no, it okay. was so, so funny. It so I much really damage. like Aura of Decay, right? I really like Aura as a concept. of Decay as an ability and as a concept. And I'm just gonna, I know I keep making this point. Mm. The best way to play Aura of Decay, you make it not drain mana. <laughs> <laughs> or life. So what does that say about mana drain as a mechanic? I think we don't have the resources in the game currently to make that kind of playstyle feel good. Because a point you made earlier, Perry, you spec mana regen on every single piece of gear? And yeah, barely breaking 24 to 25, depending upon how badly the stat range is rolled. You so know? Let me, and you uh... need to dedicate every single prefix you can. And then your damage is like, you literally cut your potential damage in but, half. But people, people, talk, about, the people talk about my gear not mattering in Last Epoch. And they say like, you can take off Who all your gear that? and still smash the whole game. Blizzard I mean, yeah, but like, that's a different, like, you, if you put on gear, you'll you you know you'll stomp it even harder. But I need my gear for mana regeneration so I can make these bad choices about the skill. Wait a second. No, wait. <laughs> okay, okay. Let me let me let me actually bring something up here. He's got so, his wallet out. He's oh, playing yeah, the yeah, album. Oh. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready. No. So one example. It's not exactly mana regen, but it's as close as we're gonna get it in like a a capacity that is good or feels good. Well, as good as you can get this build to feel like. Don't, don't judge me, please. So, do you do you two remember the build I really enjoyed that I actually got second place in a Sentinel tourney with? It was the Rive Abyssal Echoes Ignite build. That you you know ignite oh, yeah. consume it. I, I put you know you'd put sigils on autocast right, and you'd use Rive to gain mana back. That felt as close to I think mana drain would feel and i think mana drain would be great on builds like that or what, what do you mean mana or drain? Do you mean mana leech well you put the sigils on autocast so you don't have to deal with it 
Okay. And then you gain mana back when you're using Rive or Vengeance, right? I was always at full mana with Rive or Vengeance, yada, yada, yada. And the reason why it feels so good is because since Rive is giving you back mana, you don't have to worry about mana. And you can actually use that infinite mana resource you have access to, you can use it. And I think builds like Vengeance and stuff like that, that have these access to all these things, they should, like, that's where mana drain is good. The problem is if they implement more stuff like that, then we're just further making, we're making the problem even worse in terms of big hitting skills and stuff like that in terms, because like if all the mana drain stuff is really good, right, that we add in, then the big skills they get screwed over because like are you really gonna like put sigils on autocast on like an erasing strike build you know like stuff like and that. you don't want to put in rive on every single I'm, build right? i'm i'm getting mm-hmm. distracted hold on Wait, why why are we autocasting sig- sigils it's saying... mana drain it's mana yeah. drain it's like a mana drain like you turn What's it on, on sigils again like it's like one it? second you drain second. like 20 Even mana per like... second yeah okay yeah, and that's a mana wait drain. does rive deal more damage the less mana you have no, 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 no. You're at full mana. It's just, it's one of the only ways of getting away with it and not caring. He's saying how, that's how mana drain should feel. It's like just enough. And because of the tools you have at your disposal, you're able to keep ticked over while your mana is essentially draining. Wait, did, didn't, didn't, hold on, I'm so, wait, why didn't you just have sigils on kill? Well, well the thing you is, both. it's for boss fights though, specifically. <laughs> But the the reason why this feels good. Remember the hammer throw build that like turns off its mana and like okay okay now I'm with you. That, I, I like this example that's more. Okay, like, I, I was so distracted I mean. by Rai. Well, well that, that's 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 one. He's build being lazy and doesn't want to sell. All right, all right, I got it, I got it. We're lazy. All right, now I'm with you. No, I'm saying that if sigils had a note in it that just said you turn it on and you get the sigils per second. It boops up, boop, 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 and it drained like 20 mana per second. Okay, okay. It would literally I, be I, the same exact thing as putting it yes. on autocast. That's what I mean. Okay. It's like an aura. It's like holy aura. You Maybe make a note in holy aura that makes it so... It's and, like and then you can use one of your zero mana cost sentinel skills. You can use mana back yeah. because you... Sp- okay, good. now, now I see... That's how mana drain should work. Like, if, if they're going to introduce it, like auras, that's how auras should be introduced in like... Whether it's going... Hour. But it was a very roundabout, convoluted yeah. way to get I, I like the Rive build, okay? Come on. I just, again... why? So, somebody in Twitch chat is saying, why not just use Reversal? Like, I will come on we can and just literally talk about do Reversal one. for yeah, an that hour. That would be a whole conversation. <laughs> we could do that easily. There's enough content there. And, yeah. and you know what, Jay? We might. So, uh, what, what I like to do, we're at the top of the hour at this point. Um, What I try to do at the end of these podcasts is sneak in like one more topic just to see how much longer we can go. So I have I have my bonus round for uh, for what we're talking about. This is unrelated to mana, actually. And it's slightly related, slightly related to Jay, the product. So our our (laughs) bonus round topic of the day is uh, is the ailment rework. Oh, so we've we've oh, heard recently okay. from the developers, this is not on a forum post somewhere, but they've talked about it a couple of times in the dev stream, that ailments are going to be reworked in some capacity. Not only is poison going to be nerfed, because poison from right I mean, now, we assume if we, that, like, if we, we put poison that. in multiplayer, it would be the most busted thing you've ever seen. So not only that, not only is poison going to be nerfed, but the other ailments will have ailment effects added to them, similar to how poison has some kind of 
ailment effect that lowers the uh, resistance of the enemy per stack. There's going to be a big change coming up, and we don't really know what it is. Jay knows, but he's not going to tell I don't us. Fit. He, he knows, knows, he knows a little bit. Yeah. So what what's going on with this ailment rework? Dread, do you know anything about this? So there we can't do about it, can we? I can talk about what I know from the dev clips that oh. have been posted in Vision's Discord. Okay, so this is public information. Essentially, the TL... Well, this is from a dev stream. It's just I don't watch them. I just watch the clips. Uh, so with this specifically, essentially the idea is is they want to rebalance ailments, right? Yep. And they're not entirely sure Hope how they want to do it yet. They're not entirely sure how they want to do it. They want to... Think about putting extra effects on them, but they also don't want to just be lazy and be like, oh, Ignite spreads, or they want to make it last epoch. They want to make it feel like last epoch. And yeah, they want to add mana to ailments. Let's like, go. We want we want, yes. we want yeah, we want we want bleed to actually <laughs> feel different than Ignite. We don't want it to just be a numbers game. We want it to be a gameplay impacting play. And there are some ways we can do that. There are some ways that are possible to do that. There's a lot of ideas. There's like 20,000 ideas, but all that matters is what they stick with, right? And that's like the thing. Now, Jay, how would you feel about your character gaining like plus 1% mana regeneration for every stack of Ignite you have on enemies? Yo, are they nothing bleeding hot? Because like... <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I would hope so. I would be stacking ailments on myself too. <laughs> I'd be doing some shenanigans if they Ooh, did that. Okay, you want to ignite yourself or bleed yourself? Ignite poison, like you could do all of the above. Ignite bleed poison. Hot? Let's just I go. like it. Let's see how many. Oh, we, we can, can we can damn ourselves too using enemies. marinas. Yeah. Ooh, okay. I would love that. Some like like if like mana regen per like I don't know stack a bleed ignite a poison Ford on strike. you. Well, that oh, that's that's hot. Oh, this is a cool idea. I like this. Ailment effects too. They don't have to be directly with the ailment, right? They don't have to be directly with the ailment. Like for instance, Rive, it has that node that consumes the ignites, and then you get a bunch of damage. And then of course you have like enchant weapon that has like to consume the ignite to cause a big hit and stuff like that. And the reason why I like that approach is it allows every single skill to feel different. While sure, yeah, ignites just a number, but Applying Ignite and then using it in a specific way feels great. Like, for instance, imagine imagine a world, right, where, like, Forge Strike, right? Deals damage. You, I don't know Forge Strike. If you, <laughs> it's the perfect example of a skill that looks cool, feels good, is not good. Yeah. And that's why I like it. Now, it really is. <laughs> it is the perfect example. It's very close. And the only thing that beats it is, like, uh, Racing Strike, but I don't want to talk about Racing Strike all day. Now, and I really like Forge Strike more. And the thing is, imagine if there was a node inside Forge Strike that for every Ignite on the enemy, right, or something like that, imagine if there's, like, if the enemy is ignited, right, you gain mana. Right? Just mana or mana regen? Just one Isn't... mana. Just so one mana on hit or something? Yeah, so for instance... Oh. And it's sure it's it, sure it's mana on hit, but it's but it requires investment in some way. You have to ignite. You can't use it on the bleed variant because it turns all the bleed. Or you could. You just have to have an outside source of ignite, and that makes ignite special because I just no want to say immediately. Ignite. I'm going to have to cut you off, Dread. I mm -hmm. I don't 
like where this is going. I, I think that will create boring gearing decisions and no, like I agree. just craft ignite chance on a weapon I agree. and you have infinite mana sustain. No, I agree. But what I mean is this is just for forge strike. This is a forge oh, strike special. Okay. I it's thought you only in general. for forge strike. No. It's a oh, million yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm with you now. Yeah. I'm I'm instance, so yeah. Oh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna point out two things. Like I'm I'm with you I'm on the idea of using like uh, like ailments is a binary. Mana doesn't like, have to be the only thing. That was yeah. Just it, it could be any number. Track. It could be. It could be like. Uh, well, I'm, I'm yeah. gonna get into that. But I, I like the idea of using ailments as a binary. Like against ignited enemies, thing happens. So you yes. want at least some ignite chance and enough that the enemy gets ignited before they actually die. Or if they have damage. five or more ignites, you do this special thing. Like, and that's like something that uh, the devs have talked about very recently. There was a clip of Mike talking on one of the dev streams saying that hey, one of the things that we could do in the future is similar to how they've changed the mastery trees so like maybe there's a zero out of eight node but there's a threshold at five and if you spec five nodes in even if it's five out of eight you get a nice little bonus you can see I that in like those. the base I, blade yeah, master those. tree for That's example you get like some extra like, movement speed there and that's a lot like masteries and path of exile that they recently introduced and that's that's like it yeah. feels so good masteries and path of exile they feel good too and like for instance like we don't even have to talk about mana let's just assume hey Forge Strike, if you hit something with Forge Strike... Fucking forge Strike. I, I'm bringing it up again because it's in, it's in style, okay? If you hit an enemy with Forge Strike and they have five Ignites, you consume them, you proc a Flame Burst. How's that sound? Sounds a lot yeah. like Flame Burst from the Holy yeah. Aura is what it sounds but, like. But sure it's a central thing, that. right? But it's like Forge Strike, one, two, three, four, five, or, or however much you gotta get Ignite mm -hmm. Chance with this, right? Bam! And you hit it, you hit the ignites, you hit them so hard, it explodes the ignite and bam, right? And this this, so this cool. reminds me of like three hit passives from League of Legends. Mm -hmm. I love three hit passives yeah, from League of Legends. those are great. I'm all about it. Yeah. Like for poison, like Soul Feast has a node like that, except instead make it not busted with like the, you know, the gaining the armor. Okay, don't gain infinite armor. Okay. Yeah, don't gain infinite, just like, you know, a different way. Like, for instance, if you hit an enemy that has, like, 10 or more poisons or whatever on them, you get, like, 40% oh, 20 more armor. As just, not, not as a stacking thing, just as a binary do or don't, right? Or, for instance, um, let me think of this. Like, for bleed, right? Like, for instance, like, puncture, you have that bleed pop thing, right? Make it instead. The bleed pop also causes, like, an AoE. Like, like a little bit of an AoE, like a bleed... Oh, or maybe maybe right? the bleed pop applies a stack of frailty or something like that. Like frailty, mm. it could apply a stack of critical vulnerability. That'd be cool. Ooh. Like that'd be cool. Uh, there's there's a lot of things you could do with this, and that's what I like about like for instance, imagine if you're playing like a sorcerer build, and or a spell blade, and there was a node that said in mana strike if the enemy has like five or more stacks of electrify on them when you hit it with mana strike it casts lightning bolt for you at the target go or on like no that. it's gonna be a noodle and go go on well, you, oh, I want well, that. yeah i mean i mean the idea is you apply electrify and then you'd scale spell damage and then you'd use lightning blast or something like that yes. i don't know there, there's a lot of stuff you can do with this like i'm obviously just throwing stuff at the wall but like yeah. th that's the stuff i want to see if they want to make them unique without having to make the actual ailments unique themselves that is the best way of going about it because not only because whenever you think of ignite then at that point you think of oh it does this cool thing with this skill or it does this different thing with this skill it not only makes ignite not 
only just a number. It makes it a whole archetype that, well, not a whole archetype, but multiple different archetypes across different classes and certain classes use ignites, poisons, bleeds, all different. I, I like what you're saying. I like it. I like it. Yeah. So as as we wrap up here, Jay, I, I I wanna I wanna throw a meme into the conversation, but do you have any any final thoughts on uh, on the ailment rework, things that you do want to see, don't want to see? I just hope Salt Lewin survives, man. <laughs> I, I think your dead. unique item's Sorry, great. Dead. I hope it survives as well. Nah, I feel pretty good about Play it. The, I think the, the, the smidge you. of knowledge I know over you guys, I feel pretty good about. They caught you. Okay. Um, they caught you in the actor. Like, I, you can't make good supporter uniques. That's not allowed. I, they caught quiet. I think it's about time Poison got nerfed, uh, that, so that's nice. Mm -hmm. Well, Flurry's dead because of Poison. Needs buff. I personally would love to see the ailments ha be more specialized. So, like, something I've talked about with Dread in the past is I would like to see... Um, there's already a thing for it, but I wouldn't see Ignite just have, like, giga spread. Like, if an enemy mm. is ignited, it ignites enemies around it, and that just spreads and prolifts, and will absolutely decimate AoE, but noodles on bosses, you know? Um, sure. And yeah, then it, maybe, every, like... Every, every five stacks of ignite causes spreading flames to happen. Yeah, something like that. And then, right. like, for bleed to maybe, like, the more stacks of bleed you have on the target, we, or, like, uh... the lower the enemy's health gets, maybe the the like more damage the bleed hits for so it just is better on a sustained boss fight you know yeah, stuff like that and then like frostbite frostbite's a weird one isn't it well, frostbite because... has a secondary effect already it makes it it's more likely for them stuff, to be frozen nobody uses yeah, freeze but, like who really you still can't freeze, freeze is bosses, an ailment we can talk about freeze so, like um frostbite's a weird one because i just i don't really know what you could do outside of what it already has with the increased freeze um increased effective chill oh yeah. is that what it does no it doesn't do that right now but it could oh i was gonna say that what am i yeah no fair <laughs> enough um that yeah is... no that there we go that could be good because i mean you can really slow some stuff down to a crawl and if you increase that you would just <laughs> imagine void chicky just not being able to fly <laughs> just like very slowly gliding towards the, the edge of the screen. <laughs> the uh, the ailment stuff is so much fun to think about. But Dread, so like you wanna, said earlier on, like I I can't wait to see what they do with it. I don't want to ruin the I don't want to ruin the conversation, but this is important. Look at this clip. Look at that manifest armor, man. Oh, I'm not going to look at that right now. My <laughs> God, I'm sorry. I just looked at it. I saw it. I'm like, oh my God, it is that good. It looks so sexy. So as, like as, as we wrap up the, uh, the, the podcast for the day, I just do want to mention briefly that we've had something happen in the world of video games recently. <laughs> what's, what's the best Diablo immortal <laughs> joke that you've heard over the past couple of days? That'll be what's, the uh, coolest to hear what's, the joke. what's the best Sorry, dunk you've got on it? Give me a second. I gotta find the comment. So I and Tenki and I, we were memeing about it on VC, and I was like, hey, I want to see what these positive reviews on Metacritic are by users, and oh my god, this is the best comment I've seen. Toxic Gamer Syndrome Run Amok. This Coffee game Coffee is amazing. It is completely free. 
Yes, you can do everything in the game without spending a penny. It just takes longer to earn gems. Don't listen to the media. They just have it out for a blizzard. That is, I, I don't know what to say. I, that's all I can say. That's the best I've got some kind of hot takes on Diablo Mortal, if we want to get yeah, we can talk about, about it for it. like a few minutes. Yeah. Okay, know. a few minutes. I'll take it. Hot takes like, on Diablo. This is an ARPG ahead. podcast at this point. So I played the is... game. I've beaten the campaign. I've done a bit of endgame shenanigans, and like, I'm no. I'll play a mobile game every now and then, right? Like, I I have no I have no issues with mobile games, and I really enjoyed Diablo Immortal. Yeah. Oh, I no. think no, not dread. Let me finish. Yeah, cause... Continue. Yeah, you're good. Like I, I generally think out of all the mobile games I've played, it's by far up there and uh, one of the best. It has what, you haven't. Uh, the gameplay is amazing. Own? The actual gameplay is so good, and I had a good time with it. And I think the biggest issue with it is obviously the predatory pay model. The fact that like it's so egregious. It's already been banned in multiple countries in the EU for gambling laws, and like. Ultimately, the game itself, I don't feel I want to keep playing it because of the good gameplay. I feel I need to keep playing it, but the reason I need to keep playing it is because the devs are just trying to make me pay money. Every single minute I spend on that game is me going, oh, I'm missing out if I don't play the game. And the devs are there going, yes, yes. Every single minute he's there is one minute closer he gets to going, nah, fuck it, I'm just going to spend some money. I want the devs to treat me as a gamer better, because the game itself is excellent. There's a little bit of scuffed polish from the PC port, but that's not an issue on the phone version. But I just want the devs to treat me as a consumer better. That's really mm. what it comes down to. Remember, remember back in the day when games are banned because, like, someone, you know, in the game you like ran over people with your car and stuff like you could do that and you could do other stuff remember when games were just simple and they just got yeah. banned because of violence remember that i Who i played i played manhunt as a kid because they let people spend too much money go ahead perry i said i i, I played manhunt when i was a child and i don't mm. know how that got under my I parents played, radar i played gta before don't worry I, I had Manhunt my, uh, is something else. I've played Manhunt. That yeah. shit was wild. It's it, it's a messed up game for a kid yeah. to play. I'll tell you that much. I don't yeah. know how that ever got released. Good like, God. <laughs> yeah, and actually, Nair brought up a good point. It makes Lost Ark look like it has zero pay to win aspects, and that's a good example of how. Because like a lot of people, they bring up to me, and they tell you about like, oh well. It was designed in the East, right? It was designed, like, Diablo Immortal started in the East because, you know, Tencent and all that, and yada, 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 Blizzard and all that, right? Well, and me and Tenki were talking about this, too. And we came to the conclusion that for this to ever end, for this predatory monetization stuff, no matter how long it lasts, I mean, no matter, like, how much we stomp it out here in the West, it's always going to creep its way back because of the fact that it's just an accepted thing in the you know it's accepted thing right and it's like yeah it's okay to spend two hundred dollars on a mobile game just to get you know two percent farther it's all right to do that and i don't know about you guys i don't think that's okay either i am um, i just want to say at nair specifically 
it does make Lost Ark look like it has no pay to win. But and now I'm not defending this, but it is out of all the mobile games I've played, it's no more or less egregious than any of them. Yeah, it's just this the is what that, mobile games yeah. are like, and it is yeah, horrific that mm-hmm. the industry is like this. But uh, I watched a great video on it earlier. Uh, it's sad to say, but the mobile gaming industry is quite a bit bigger <laughs> than the PC one. Mm-hmm. Like you can believe that or not, but if you Google it, it's true. A lot more so, people have a phone than they do like a gaming PC. That they yeah, it's yeah. not. Oh, no, it's the not joke good. Becoming real now. <laughs> you can't compare it to a PC game because it's not a PC <laughs> game. It's a mobile game, and you got to compare it to other mobile games. And that's when you should go. Wait a minute, they're all like this. How the fuck is this okay? Yeah, there you go. All right, okay. so here's here's the hot takes. Is I'm going to use some uh, some popular games as an example. Is Path of Exile pay to win? Dread. What do you no. think? No. Not pay to win. Jay, what do you buy think? Buy your stashes, you're good to go. Just buy your stashes. Wait, is sorry, it, what was the question? Is, is Path of Exile pay to win? Not really. I consider I consider the um for like the amount of hours you get in Lance Depot, if you if you buy stash tabs, that's just you purchasing the game. <laughs> I think I think PoE is pay to play. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would I, I used to tell people that Path of Exile was like a you know twenty dollar game. It just depends when you pay the uh the upfront cost. So yeah. I, I agree with Ziz, by the way. I think Path of Exile is a pay to win game. It's like a one on a scale of one to a hundred, but I mean it it's pay to win. It it has that one aspect of it, which turns it yeah. from like uh, not in the category to in the category. Yeah. So here's here's my other one yeah, that I want to pose a question to you. Dread, is Magic the Gathering pay to win? You're asking me this, and you know what kind of decks I play. Tell like, me, is I it? play freaking uh, like I, I play like freaking uh, aristocrats, and you're asking me if it's pay to win or not. Is, it, is it, it pay is. to win? Is is yes, it a pay to win? Yes, game? yes, it's a pay to win yes, game. All right, yes, Jay, what do you yes. think? Is is Magic the Gathering pay to win? I've never played Magic the Gathering, bro. Sorry, card game. Ooh, think no of opinion. Still. It's a card okay. game. Yes, it's a card. And of I thought it was ubiquitous on eBay and sink money for the best cards. I played <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh. I know how this shit works. There you go. See the problem is, see the thing that the thing about card games though specifically, and Path of Exile specifically as well, is these pay-to-play aspects, which they are pay-to-play. They're not pay-to-win because specifically this one point, you can invest so much currency into Magic: The Gathering. But if you have the same 60-card deck as your opponent, you spent the same amount of money, right? There's no, there's no way of spending more money to get an advantage over your opponent after the terms have been equaled. If you buy the same legacy deck as your opponent, you will both be on equal playing field in terms of that. So here's, here's my answer. It's, it's pretty much what you just said. Mm-hmm. To me, Magic the Gathering is an extraordinarily expensive hobby. But mm-hmm. it's not pay to win. It's just way more pay expensive than you think it is. And like Path of Exile is the same way. Tenki actually brought this up to me as well. I was talking with him again. We'll have him here soon, by the way. And he put it very simply. Even if you buy premium stash tabs, even if you buy a billion frag- uh, like fragment tabs and a billion currency tabs, if you don't have the knowledge and how to use mechanics, you're stuck. You're not going to be able to like beat someone who knows what they're doing. Like, look at look at the people that are winning 
the the races, right? The hardcore solo cell phone races that PoE's been putting on. Like look at Ben, like Lighty, Ben, whatever you want to call it. He won that and like, yeah, sure, he had a tab. But he just he has the same tab that everyone else has. If you like Path of Exile, you'll have the same tab that everyone else does, right? That's the thing. And that's why I consider PoE pay to play, not pay yeah, to win. And because if you want to play the game, you will have to spend that money. Ultimately. Now, obviously, there's RMT and all that, but we won't get into that. That's but like, yeah, but that doesn't do anything. Yeah, yeah I, I know. No, I agree. Right. That's not. Well, that's not their. No, yeah, the Spectre MTX. That's kind of pay to win. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're funny. But uh, no. So that's the thing. What is different? What is the difference between pay to play and pay to win? Right. That's the difference right there. We just explained it. The bar, the limit. Okay. I can buy my stashes. After that, I can buy pretty cosmetics. Sure, my ethereal knives look like as though it's doing more damage. But, you know, it's not going to make my ethereal knives build better than the opponent with that has less ethereal knives MTX, although it does, you know. <laughs> but still, you know, same thing with Magic the Gathering. Like, you can't just keep paying and paying and paying to get it. But in these games, like Diablo Immortal, there's no there there is a limit, I guess. I Quinn hasn't found it yet. He's fifteen thousand dollars in. But, Jesus Christ. Uh yes, he is specifically trying to pay as much as possible to show you how pay to win it is. He has gone fifteen thousand dollars without a single one of the endgame chase items that you can try to purchase. And maybe that's the bar. Maybe that's how they stop people, but then that's very predatory. And yep. that's the problem. The bar of where you stop, right, is way too high in that specific circumstance. Something right. to talk about as well, which is like, I want to talk about, sorry, uh, no, at ahead, the end, but this is straight shady, right? The way uh, Diablo have gotten past the EU gambling laws is that because ultimately, like, the way the rifts work and the, uh, the crest system, which is what Quinn's spending all his money on, sure. it's a loot box. Mm-hmm. But because you have to do the rift before you get the reward, there's an element of skill involved, and the time is randomized, and that makes it able to not be considered a loot box. That's predatory. What a, what a because it means character. they don't have to tell you the odds of what the items are and allows them to ship it to all the EU countries. Otherwise, it would have been banned in a lot more. Thank you, Blizzard. But it has still, yeah. like, I think it's, I think Norway and I think Denmark, a couple of them have, have been able to ban it. And I think more should. And that should be the wake up call to be like, wow, this game is egregious and predatory and just straight up shady and does not treat its consumers well at all i i want to make this offer to the audience whether you're watching live or on youtube or something but if if you give me a hundred and ten thousand dollars i promise not to spend a penny of it on diablo immortal i'm just going to make that offer right now if that interests you slide in my dms they're open but yeah i will not <laughs> spend any of it on that garbage game. Well, yeah, if you give me $100,000, what I will do, I will dress up as Diablo, okay, and I will let you hit me with the sword until I knock out. And if that gives you a better experience than Diablo Immortal, then I'll say, well, money spent. Why do you have to one-up me right though. after I make my offer? <laughs> it's a joke. No one's going to take my offer now. 
Well, I'm yeah. going to have to get a bank loan already. Get rich. <laughs> I'll call suit size small. I'll learn how to cosplay. I can be Diablo. You All know right. That. I think my contribution. Hey, thank you. I think with that, with those couple comments there, we're going to go ahead and wrap things up. We've talked about mana. We've talked about different resources that appear in Last Epoch and in other Even games. Even more like resources. We've talked about Full ailment strike. reworks and some like pseudo NDAs that Jay is under. We've talked a little bit about pay to win and Diablo Immortal just because yeah, that's a that resource, happened man. recently. Money's a resource. It's a good it, game. Money it, is a resource. Oh, God. It is. That's what. That's that's why we brought it up. It okay. <laughs> it's in so, topic. With, with that, whether you are here live on Twitch or whether you're listening on Spotify or YouTube, thank you so much for helping us enjoy Last Epoch and these, these other things we bring up in the conversation as well. Because this is a good time and we love having this podcast. So thanks for being here. I appreciate it. We'll see you next time.